Welcome to the Greater Is God podcast, where we believe God is greater than what you have faced in your past, greater than what you are currently facing in your present, and greater than what you will face in the future. But we believe that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Stay tuned as we get prepared to dive into a brand new episode. Hello and welcome to the Greater Is God podcast. I am your host, Ashley, and I am so excited um, just about what the Lord is doing with this podcast. And I'm so humbled by, you know, the number of people who have been tuning in and leaving a review and DMing me on Instagram. Thank you all so much. I truly appreciate it. Um, I had no idea where God um was going to and still is going to take this podcast. And I'm just super grateful for all the support because it's just amazing. Um, It's amazing to have um, a great group of people around you who support what it is that you're doing, um, especially when it comes to getting God's word out there. Um, So today we are going to dive into a topic talking about distractions. And just to set the record straight, a distraction is anything that takes your mind off of doing what it is that God has called you to do. A distraction doesn't have to necessarily be um, a terrible thing that you're doing. It could be a, a good thing. Maybe the Lord is calling you to him, but you see that you have a laundry list of things to do. You need to cook. You need to clean. The kids need to um, get their outfits out for tomorrow. And you start doing all those things. And it's not like those things are bad things. And they are things that need to be done. But in that moment, those aren't the things that God wants you to do. He was calling you to be still so that he could fill you up. I believe that God can tell when his people are empty and when we need a refill. And that's when he starts pulling out our souls, pulling at us and saying, come and sit down with me. Come so that we can sit together and so that can pour into you what it is that I need you to receive so that you don't have to walk around feeling empty. Okay, we're going to go ahead and dive into Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42, which is a very familiar scripture. It says, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teachings. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. I can understand um, Martha's frustration and her viewpoint. Here she has Jesus sitting in her home and she wants to make sure that everything is looking nice. She wants to make sure that everything is prepared. She is just being herself. She's being Martha in this moment. But Mary has chosen to sit at the feet of the king. She sees the importance of just being in his presence and being still and allowing the Lord to teach her and to pour into her. And she notices something that's critical in that moment is that's more important than doing the laundry list of tasks that Martha has chosen to do. There's so many times in our own life where God has called us to sit at his feet, to be still and to know that he is God, that he is fighting those battles that that we think we're fighting alone. He's fighting those with us. 
what we need to do is sit and be still. I often talk about uh, seasons of solitude and I refer to how Jesus oftentimes during his years of ministry, after he would pour out into the people, he knew that he needed to get filled up. So what Jesus would do is he would walk into the wilderness. And as he went into the wilderness or as he went off to be alone by himself, he would reconnect with his heavenly father and let his heavenly father pour into him the next message, the next thing, the next step that Jesus needs to take on his ministerial journey. Listen, so many of us are lost because we are walking around empty. We have forgotten to go and get our refill. It's it's crazy because when we're hungry physically we know we have to go and eat when our car is on e when we see that gas light come on we know we have to go and get the car filled up but why is it that we don't take that same precedent when it comes to our spiritual lives when we feel ran down we just keep trying to run the race but god said no come and sit before me so i can fill you up so that I can give you what it is that you need to say to the next person um, who's going to run into you at the grocery store so that I can use you in ministry in the way that you need to be used. You have to be willing to sit down, to stop, to slow down, to sit in the presence of God and to know that he has you. Man, there's such an amazing, amazing Um, journey that God has us all on. But what we need to do sometimes is just slow down and disconnect from the world and reconnect to God. Because so many of us spend more time on social media. We spend more time uh, connecting to people, you know, on the social realms instead of connecting with God. And those who are spending more time with God, kind of like Mary, they've chosen the better thing. They may not be the socialite or the popular one, but their spiritual life is on point. They know that they can call on God and that he's going to change their situation or their circumstance. They have that faith because they know him. I mean, there has been so uh, many times that Jesus has been yearning for me to sit at his feet. But sometimes when we are moving too fast through life and we are just complaining about all the things we have to do and everything that needs to be done by a certain time and deadlines and upcoming events that need to be prepped for, um, we we are running ourselves ragged. Listen, you guys, the Bible tells us um, in Joshua 1, 8, it says, meditate on the word of God day and night and then you'll be successful and not success in the way that the world means it like a ton of money or anything like that yes God can bless you with those things but successful in the spirit listen when when he talks about meditating on the word of God what he is saying is allowing the word to get down on the inside of us to be rooted in us the reading and rereading of a passage so that the meaning might take root down on the inside of us to keep God's law from departing out of our mouths that is how I believe many of us learn is through the verbal reading of the word I mean just meditating on it and allowing God to use us What I want you to do um, is I want you to take a look at Ephesians 6 and 17, because right there it tells you that the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Listen, God has blessed us all with an arsenal 
full of weapons that is readily at our disposal when we come up against anxiety, when we come up against fear, when we come up against depression. God has given us an arsenal. All we've got to do is reach in our arsenal and grab these weapons of war, of spiritual warfare, so that we can attack back when the enemy attacks us. When we start feeling those anxious thoughts, we can attack back with the word of God. But it's hard to use something that we don't know how to use because we don't know what the scriptures says, man, it's so important for us to be in our word, to read our word and to know our word, to meditate on it day and night, like the scripture tells us to, so that when the enemy attacks us, we can respond with the word of God. That's what God wants from us. He wants us to be able to respond with his word. Listen, when anxiety comes up against me, I want to be able to say, you know, Psalms 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. I want to be able to say Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. I want to be able to say 1 Peter 5 and 7, cast our anxieties on him because he cares for you. That's how we should respond when we feel anxiety. We should use the scripture to fight back when the enemy attacks our minds, but we can't use the scripture if we don't know the scripture. This is the whole point of today's message is that we have been distracted by so many things in this world. We've been distracted by the minute things that we really think we have to get done. But the only thing we really have to get done is we've got to get before the presence of God and allow him to pour into us and to direct us and to guide us and to show us the path that we need to be on. That's what we really have got to get done. That has to take priority over everything else in our life. That absolutely has to take priority. We've got to be able to know and recite the scripture when the enemy starts playing with our minds. We've got to be able to know it. Listen, the Bible says in Matthew 6, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. All these little things that you're worried about, the money uh, for me recently, the daycare situation with my kids. Um, I've been talking to my family about it and I love to be transparent on here, but I've been worried about switching my kids to daycare. And, and the Lord said, I don't understand why you're so worried about this. Don't you know that before you even knew that your kids were going to exist. I knew that your kids were going to exist, that I love them so much more than you love them, that taking them from this daycare facility isn't like taking them from the arms of me. They're always safest in my arms. And, and even though you may be worried about sending them to a new place that is a change, you've got comfortable where you are, I need you to rely on me to protect them, not that old daycare facility that they were at. Just like I protected them there, I can protect them at the next place that they are going to go to. I love them more than you love them. And I need you to get that through your mind that I've never let anything just happen to them. Cover them in prayer and send them where I told you to send them. And I said, wow, God, who am I? Oh, ye of little faith. God already has his hands over my children. He already has his hands over that entire situation, but I was worried about it and it distracted me. It distracted me from doing this podcast. It distracted me from reading my word. It distracted me from doing a ton of things this week that should have been done. But I was so distracted and God kept telling me, sit in my presence. And I, I, all I wanted to do, my, my flesh was saying, oh, you got to worry about this. You got to think about this. What are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with this? Your oldest is going to have a hard transit. All these things and thoughts were coming into my mind. And I had to shut them off and go into solitude so I can sit before God and say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Not Ashley. 
But what is it that you want me to do? You know my kids better than I know my kids. You love my kids more than I love my kids, and I love them. But what is it that you want me to do? What is your will for my children's lives? We've got to be able to go there when it comes to our relationship with God. We've got to be able to rely on him and say, Lord, what is your will for my life? What is your will for my children's lives? And then what he tells us what his will is, we've got to go with that. We've got to go with God's will and not our will. Because we know that he has better intentions for us than we have for ourselves sometimes. We can only see this much ahead of us. We don't really know what tomorrow's going to bring, but God does. We Sometimes we don't see the big picture, but God does. So we've got to be willing to place our trust in him and leave it there. I don't know what distractions you're facing on today, but I just want to encourage you to let go of any and all distractions. Sometimes we know what the distraction is. But sometimes we don't want to sit at the feet of Jesus because we know we've been doing something that we don't have any business doing. And so we don't want to feel that conviction or get disciplined by the Lord because he disciplines those who he loves. So he's wanting to show you love through discipline. Yes, there are consequences to our actions. We know this. Jesus is our heavenly father. And as your father, um, your, your father, your physical father, as he disciplines you, Jesus will also discipline you. But sometimes when we know we've been messing up, we don't necessarily want to go and sit before the king. But it's something that absolutely needs to be done. He wants you to sit before him. Go ahead and repent and say, Lord, I've messed up. I know I shouldn't have did that. And, and get it out the way. Get it over with. Don't hold on to those things and allow God to transform you. And allow God to change your situation and your circumstance so that you are honoring and glorifying him. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. Uh, This is a shorter podcast on today. Um, And we have some exciting things coming up. I want you to make sure that you check the show notes. Um, But you all have an amazing remainder of your Wednesday. And may God just pour into your lives. If you're distracted by anything, I want you to seek the Lord on today. God bless.